The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. A blessed Friday to you as you prepare for the weekend. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, October 14th, 2022. Friday of the 28th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Callistus I. He lived in the 2nd and 3rd centuries, a slave in the Imperial Roman household. He was put in charge of the bank, but he lost the money he deposited. He fled and was caught was released to make some attempt to recover the money, but then he was arrested for brawling in a Jewish synagogue. He was condemned to work in the mines of Sardinia. After winning his freedom, Callistus was made superintendent of the public Christian burial ground in Rome, still called the Cemetery of St. Callistus. Callistus was elected pope, but was bitterly attacked by the losing candidate St. Hippolytus who let himself be set up as the first anti-pope. The schism lasted about 18 years. Hippolytus now is venerated as a saint. He was banished during the persecution of 235 and was reconciled to the church. Callistus was martyred during a local disturbance in Rome. He's the first pope after Peter to be commemorated as a martyr. St. Callistus, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. With Pope Francis, we pray for the Church, ever faithful to and courageous in preaching the Gospel. May the Church be a community of solidarity, fraternity, and welcome, always living in an atmosphere of synodality. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In the Gospel of today's Mass, Jesus is speaking to the crowds. And there were so many people that they were trampling each other underfoot. Hopefully, None of them got seriously injured. And that shows us that there were a lot of people and they were very densely packed. And Jesus teaches them many things. He tells them to watch out for the Pharisees because they're hypocrites. They teach pretty well, but they don't follow through with their actions. And then, a little bit later on, Jesus says, I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but after that can do no more. I shall show you whom to fear. Be afraid of the one who, after killing, 
has the power to cast into Gehenna. Yes, I tell you, be afraid of that one. Are not five sparrows sold for two small coins? Yet not one of them has escaped the notice of God. Even the hairs of your head have all been counted. Do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Jesus, very often you tell us not to be afraid. In fact, twice in this passage, you tell us not to be afraid. But you also tell us that we ought to be afraid of the one who can cast us into Gehenna. Jesus, you are warning me about hell. Gehenna, as found in Jewish literature, is is the concept of punishment of sinners by fire, either after death or after final judgment. And in the Catholic Church, when the word Gehenna is used, it's generally accepted to mean hell. He's talking about hell. In fact, Jesus talks about hell more than anyone in the Bible. And he's warning us. Jesus, you are warning me. You are warning everybody, each one, that when we reject you, we are choosing sadness, pain, and eternal suffering separated from you. That's hell. And what's interesting in this passage is there's an amazing transition because Jesus says, be afraid of the one who after killing has the power to cast into Gehenna. Okay, Gehenna is a place where sinners suffer tremendously, right, by fire. So be afraid of that. And then all of a sudden he starts to talk about sparrows. It's a little bit of a head-scratcher at first. So he says, be afraid of hell. And then, are not five sparrows sold for two small coins? Yet not one of them has escaped the notice of God. Even the hairs of your head have all been counted. Do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. So one might say, Jesus, you've been talking about hell, and then you start to talk about sparrows and say that I'm worth many sparrows. Well, that, that's not very comforting. But I think it is. I don't think we should underestimate this at all. Yes, sparrows were sold for two small coins. But let's remember, two small coins, that's a human evaluation of the worth of something. Human. The divine logic is different. Sparrows are fascinating creatures. There are many types of sparrows. In my country, we may not give them too much importance because they're everywhere, at least where humans live. You see them all over the cities. Sometimes they're the only birds you see in the city. House sparrows, especially, but other types. And you might think, you might not think much about them because there's so many. But perhaps it is precisely for that reason that they deserve to be wondered at and marveled at a little bit more. Sparrows have become highly successful in most parts of the world where they've been introduced. They adapt very well to living in different places, particularly close to humans. They can even swim a little bit when they need to, to escape a predator. In towns and in cities, sparrows will scavenge for food in garbage containers. They will congregate out, outside of restaurants and eating leftovers. But they can also do, they've also been known 
to be able to open automatic doors and enter into supermarkets. They'll even steal food from robins, who are a good deal bigger than sparrows. They enjoy singing together in big groups, and what's called social singing. They can survive in many different temperatures, very cold or very hot. Anyway, I don't know if I've convinced you at all. I'm not comparing them to humans. I'm not doing that at all. But I'm saying that they're fascinating little creatures. And when our Lord says, Do not be afraid, you are worth more than many sparrows. Jesus, I think you want us to take great comfort in that. And you are also referencing your creation. Creation which is beautiful. Creation that we ought to wonder at and enjoy. And yes, that includes sparrows, especially since you talk about them. (laughs) And so we can take great comfort in that. He's given those tough little birds a lot, and he's given me and you much, much more. He's been much more attentive to us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for taking such good care of me. Thank you for caring for me much more than I realize. We ask the Holy Spirit to help us, to inspire us in this time of prayer, so that we see what he wants us to be grateful for, and what he wants us to be grateful for each day of our lives, specifically, concretely, so that we recognize it, we thank him for it, and we trust him more. Because the more we see that he takes care of us, much more than the sparrows, whom he also takes care of, then we will be more confident in Him, more trustworthy of Him, more grateful to Him, more grateful to you, Jesus. So again, thank you for caring for me much more than I realize. The family, the friends that you've given me, the country where I live, the opportunities for growing in my faith that you continue to give me. And I I also want to tell you that I'm sorry for having failed to take advantage of those opportunities. I thank you for the roof that I have over my head. I thank you for each breath of life that I've breathed today, that I'm breathing right now. I thank you for each one of the souls who are listening and praying with me in this very moment. This is a recording, so who will be listening to this recording? whenever that is, whoever they are. Thank you for each one of them. And so, Jesus, may we find comfort in your words always. And maybe we'll find comfort throughout our lives in words from Jesus that maybe we didn't give too much importance to before, like the ones in today's Mass. You are worth more than many sparrows. I think that's meant to put a big smile on our faces. Do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 14 past the hour on Daybreak. It's Daybreak for Friday, October 14th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. 
We join with the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us praise the Lord, in whom is all our delight. Come, let us praise the Lord, in whom is all our delight. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us praise the Lord, in whom is all our delight. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth, and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us praise the Lord, in whom is all our delight. Come then, let us bow down and worship, Bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us praise the Lord, in whom is all our delight. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us praise the Lord, in whom is all our delight. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us praise the Lord. In whom is all our delight. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us praise the Lord. In whom is all our delight.
My God, do not reject my cry for help, assailed as I am by the wicked. My My God, God, do do not not reject reject my cry for help, assailed as I am by the wicked. O God, listen to my prayer. Do not hide from my pleading. Attend to me and reply. With my cares, I cannot rest. I tremble at the shouts of the foe, at the cries of the wicked, for they bring down evil upon me. They assail me with fury. My heart is stricken within me. Death's terror is on me. Trembling and fear fall upon me, and horror overwhelms me. Oh, that I had wings like a dove, to fly away and be at rest. So I would escape far away and take refuge in the desert. I would hasten to find shelter from the raging wind, from the destructive storm, O Lord, and from their plotting tongues. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. My My God, God, do not not reject my cry for help, assailed as I am by the wicked. The Lord himself will free us from hostile and treacherous hands. The Lord himself will free us from hostile and treacherous hands. For I can see nothing but violence and strife in the city. Night and day they patrol high on the city walls. It is full of wickedness and evil. It is full of sin. Its streets are never free from tyranny and deceit. If this had been done by an enemy, I could bear his taunts. If a rival had risen against me, I could hide from him. But it is you, my own companion, my intimate friend. How close was the friendship between us. We walked together in harmony in the house of God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The The Lord himself will free us from hostile and treacherous hands. And trust your cares to the Lord. He will sustain you. Entrust your cares to the Lord. He will sustain you. As for me, I will cry to God, and the Lord will save me. Evening, morning, and at noon, I will cry and lament. He will deliver my soul in peace in the attack against me. For those who fight me are many, but he hears my voice. God will hear and will humble them the eternal judge, for they will not amend their ways. They have no fear of God. The traitor has turned against his friends. He has broken his word. His speech is softer than butter, but war is in his heart. His words are smoother than oil, but they are naked swords. Entrust your cares to the Lord, and he will support you. He will never allow the just man to stumble. But you, O God, will bring them down to the pit of death. Deceitful and bloodthirsty men shall not live half their days. O Lord, I will trust in you. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. 
Lord Jesus, you were rejected by your people, betrayed by the kiss of a friend, and deserted by your disciples. Give us the confidence that you had in the Father, and our salvation will be assured. Entrust your cares to the Lord. He will sustain you. Children, listen to my words of wisdom. Pay attention to my counsels. From the beginning of the book of the prophet Malachi. An oracle, the word of the Lord to Israel through Malachi. I have loved you, says the Lord. But you say, how have you loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother, says the Lord? Yet I loved Jacob, but hated Esau. I made his mountains a waste, his heritage a desert for jackals. If Edom says, We have been crushed, but we will rebuild the ruins. Thus says the Lord of hosts, They indeed may build, but I will tear down. And they shall be called the land of guilt, the people with whom the Lord is angry forever. Your own eyes shall see it, and you will say, Great is the Lord, even beyond the land of Israel. A son honors his father, and a servant fears his master. If then I am a father, where is the honor due to me? And if I am a master, where is the reverence due to me? So says the Lord of hosts to you, O priests, who despise his name. But you ask, how have we despised your name? By offering polluted food on my altar. Then you ask, how have we polluted it? By saying the table of the Lord may be slighted. When you offer a blind animal for sacrifice, is that not evil? When you offer the lame or the sick, is it not evil? Present it to your governor. See if he will accept it or welcome you, says the Lord of hosts. So now, if you implore God for mercy on us when you have done the like, will he welcome any of you, says the Lord of hosts? Oh, that one among you would shut the temple gates to keep you from kindling fire on my altar in vain. I have no pleasure in you, says the Lord of hosts. Neither will I accept any sacrifice from your hands, for from the rising of the sun even to its setting, my name is great among the nations, and everywhere they bring sacrifice to my name, and a pure offering. For great is my name among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. But you behave profanely toward me by thinking the Lord's table and its offering may be polluted and its food slighted. You also say, What a burden! And you scorn it, says the Lord of hosts. You bring in what you seize, or the lame, or the sick. Yes, you bring it as a sacrifice. Shall I accept it from your hands? says the Lord. Cursed is the deceiver, who has in his flock a male, but under his vow sacrifices to the Lord a gelding. For a great king am I, says the Lord of hosts, and my name will be feared among the nations. This also you do. The altar of the Lord you cover with tears, weeping and groaning, because he no longer regards your sacrifice nor accepts it favorably from your hand. And you say, Why is it? Because the Lord is witness between you and the wife of your youth, with whom you have broken faith, though she is your companion, your betrothed wife. Did he not make one being 
with flesh and spirit? And what does that one require but godly offspring? You must then safeguard life that is your own, and not break faith with the wife of your youth. For I hate divorce, says the Lord, the God of Israel, and covering one's garments with injustice, says the Lord of hosts. You must then safeguard life that is your own, and not break faith. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to to God. God. I made a covenant with Levi the priest. In it I promised him life and peace. I filled him with fear, and he revered me. His His teaching teaching was true, and and no dishonesty dishonesty fell from his lips. The Lord has sworn an oath which he will not regret. You are a priest forever in the line of Melchizedek. His His teaching was true, and and no dishonesty fell from his lips. A reading from The City of God by St. Augustine, Bishop. Every work that affects our union with God in a holy fellowship is a true sacrifice. Every work, that is, which is referred to that final end, that ultimate good, by which we are able to be, in the true sense, happy. As a consequence, even that mercy by which aid is given to man is not a sacrifice unless it is done for the sake of God. Sacrifice, though performed or offered by man, is something divine. That is why the ancient Latins gave it this name of sacrifice, of something sacred. Man himself consecrated in the name of God and vowed to God is therefore a sacrifice insofar as he dies to the world in order to live for God. This, too, is a part of mercy, the mercy that each one has for himself. Scripture tells us, Have mercy on your soul by pleasing God. Works of mercy, then, done either to ourselves or to our neighbor, and referred to God, are true sacrifices. Works of mercy, however, are performed for no other reason than to free us from wretchedness, and by this means to make us happy. And we cannot be happy except through that good of which Scripture speaks. It is good for me to cling to God. It clearly follows that the whole redeemed city, that is, the assembly and fellowship of the saints, is offered to God as a universal sacrifice through the great high priest, who in the nature of a slave offered even himself for us in his passion, in order that we might be the body of so great a head. He offered this nature of a slave. He was offered in that nature because in that nature he is the mediator. In that nature he is the high priest. In that nature he is the sacrifice. The Apostle urges us to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, and as our spiritual worship, and not to follow the pattern of this world, but to be transformed by the renewal of our minds and hearts, so that we may discern what is the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect, the total sacrifice that is ourselves. By the grace of God that has been given me, he says, I say to all who are among you, Do not think more highly of yourselves than you should, but judge yourselves with moderation according to the measure of faith God has given to each of you. As we have in the same body many members, yet all the members do not have the same functions, so we are many, but are one body in Christ. We are each of us members of one another, having different gifts according to the grace that has been given us. This is the sacrifice of Christians the many who are one body in Christ. 
This is the sacrifice which the church celebrates in the sacrament of the altar, that sacrament known to the faithful. In that sacrament it is made clear to the church that in the sacrifice she offers, she herself is offered. With what gift shall I come before the Lord? I will tell you, O man, what is good and what the Lord asks of you. Only to act justly, to love goodness, and to walk humbly with your God. Heaven and earth and all that is in them belong to the Lord your God. And now this is what the Lord your God requires of you. Only to act justly, to love goodness, and to walk humbly with your God. Let us pray. May your grace, O Lord, we pray, at all times go before us and follow after, and make us always determined to carry out good works. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 25 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Friday of the 28th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells us that eventually everything is going to be revealed. It's from the 12th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. In the meantime, when so many thousands of the multitude had gathered together, that they trod upon one another. Jesus began to say to his disciples first, Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. Nothing is covered up that will not be revealed, or hidden that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the dark shall be heard in the light, and what you have whispered in private rooms shall be proclaimed upon the housetops. I tell you, my friends, do not fear those who kill the body, and after that have no more that they can do. But I will warn you whom to fear. Fear him who, after he has killed, has power to cast into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? And not one of them is forgotten before God. Why, even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not. You are of more value than many sparrows. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday mass readings are on the relevant radio app. There's a lot to take in in that reading, but one of the messages in colloquial terms is don't pussyfoot around with the truth. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. Jesus himself taught us the way to behave. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. In dealings with other people, a man's word should be sufficient. One's yes should be a yes, one's no should be a no. Jesus here underlines the value of one's promise to fulfill one's commitments. As Christians, 
Our word and our behavior should be held in esteem by other people. We should seek in everything the truth, fleeing from hypocrisy and duplicity. In normal situations, the word of a Christian should be sufficient guarantee of a promise's fulfillment. The truth should always be respected, since it is a reflection of God himself. If we are in the habit of telling the truth, even in the least important matters, our word will come to have great reliability and strength. It will be worth its weight in gold. We will in this respect be imitating the life of the Lord. At the opposite pole to this Christian behavior is the double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. This is the person who adopts a persona like an actor, ready to do anything to please the crowd. St. Bede observes that the double-minded person wants to celebrate with the world and there reign with God. In our day, there is a special need for men and women who are true to their word, who live a unity of life, who refuse to hide from the consequences of their beliefs, who will not be conditioned to fall in with the opinions or ways of other people. St. Thomas Aquinas teaches that truthfulness is the virtue that inclines us to speak the truth always and to manifest outwardly what we think inwardly. There are, of course, times when we are under no obligation to speak the truth, where we are, in fact, bound not to reveal it. Such cases may involve professional matters, national security, or other serious issues. An important area where the same principle applies has to do with the sacramental seal of confession and whatever relates to spiritual direction. There are various ways of withholding the truth without having to lie. Situations arise also in which information is being sought about a matter the inquirer has no business asking about. There may even be the extreme case of the aggressive inquisitor. Let us remember, moreover, that often it is our own fault if we are asked indiscreet questions. If we were more recollected and silent, people would not ask them of us, or at least they would do so only rarely. Let us imitate the Lord in his love for the truth. Let us resolve to shun falsehood and whatever smells of hypocrisy. You were reading in that dictionary the synonyms for insincere, two-faced, surreptitious, evasive, disingenuous, sly. As you close the book, you ask the Lord that nobody would ever be able to apply those adjectives to you and you resolve to improve much more in this supernatural and human virtue of sincerity. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 16 before the hour, we continue welcoming the new day as we join the church in prayer, led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, Come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
create a clean heart in me, O God. Renew in me a steadfast spirit. Create Create a clean clean heart in me, O God. Renew in me a steadfast spirit. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence, and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born. A sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart. Then in the secret of my heart, teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God. Put a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart you will not spurn. In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us. To save us and restore us to your friendship, look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit and heal our troubled conscience so that in joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. Create a clean heart in me, O God. Renew in me a steadfast spirit. Rejoice, Jerusalem, for through you all men will be gathered to the Lord. Rejoice, Jerusalem, for through you all men will be gathered to the Lord. Let all men speak of the Lord's majesty and sing his praises in Jerusalem. 
O Jerusalem, holy city, he scourged you for the work of your hands, but will again pity the children of the righteous. Praise the Lord for his goodness, and bless the King of the ages, so that his tent may be rebuilt in you with joy. May he gladden within you all who were captives, all who were ravaged may he cherish within you for all generations to come. A bright light will shine to all parts of the earth. Many nations shall come to you from afar, and the inhabitants of all the limits of the earth, drawn to you by the name of the Lord God, bearing in their hands their gifts for the King of Heaven. Every generation shall give joyful praise in you and shall call you the Chosen One through all ages forever. Go, then, rejoice over the children of the righteous who shall all be gathered together and shall bless the Lord of the ages. Happy are those who love you and happy those who rejoice in your prosperity. Happy are all the men who shall grieve over you, over all your chastisements. For they shall rejoice in you as they behold all your joy forever. My spirit blesses the Lord, the great King. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Rejoice, Jerusalem, for through you all men will be gathered to the Lord. Zion, praise your God, who sent his word to renew the earth. Zion, praise your God, who sent his word to renew the earth. Oh, praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Zion, praise your God. He has strengthened the bars of your gates he has blessed the children within you. He established peace on your borders. He feeds you with finest wheat. He sends out his word to the earth and swiftly runs his command. He showers down snow, white as wool. He scatters hoarfrost like ashes. He hurls down hailstones like crumbs. The waters are frozen at his touch. He sends forth his word, and it melts them. At the breath of his mouth, the waters flow. He makes his word known to Jacob, to Israel his laws and decrees. He has not dealt thus with other nations. He has not taught them his decrees. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. O powerful God, it is through your Church, generously endowed with gifts of grace and fortified by the Holy Spirit, that you send out your word to all nations. Strengthen your Church with the best of all food and make it dauntless in faith. Multiply its children to celebrate with one accord the mysteries of your love at the altar on high. Zion, praise your God, God who, sent who sent his, his word to renew, renew the earth. earth. A reading from the letter to the Galatians. 
I have been crucified with Christ, and the life I live now is not my own. Christ is living in me. I still live my human life, but it it is a life of faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. The Lord Most High has done good things for me. In need I shall cry out to him. The Lord the Most High has done good things for me. In need I shall cry out to him. May he send his strength to rescue me. In need I shall cry out to him. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord the Most High has done good things for me. In need I shall cry out to him. Through the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Through the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. We trust in God's concern for every person He has created and redeemed through His Son. Let us, therefore, renew our prayer to him. Fulfill the good work you have begun in us, Lord. Fulfill the good work you have begun in us, Lord. O God of mercy, guide us towards spiritual growth. Fill our minds with thoughts of truth, justice, and love. Fulfill the good work you have begun in us, Lord. For your name's sake, do not abandon us forever. And do not annul your covenant. Fulfill the good work you have begun in us, Lord. Accept us, for our hearts are humble and our spirits contrite. And those who trust in you shall not be put to shame. Fulfill the good work you have begun in us, Lord. You have called us to a prophetic vocation in Christ. Help us proclaim your mighty deeds. Fulfill the good work you have begun in us, Lord. 
Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Lord, fill our hearts with your love as morning fills the sky. By living your law, may we have your peace in this life and endless joy in the life to come. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is up next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.